It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. What's up, Mets fans, and welcome back to another episode of Future of Flushing. I'm Jonathan Barron. This is Vito Calisi, and we are thrilled to be joined by Grant Hartwig. Grant, thanks so much for taking the time. Of course, thanks for having me. Now, you have a pretty fascinating just draft and getting scouted story. We just want to kind of give you a chance to tell people at home who might not know about what that was like. Yeah, I like to say it's like a, maybe a lack lack of scouting. I, I, I didn't really talk like to that. anybody. Yeah, I didn't really talk to anybody in college. Wasn't really expecting to, to play pro ball. Um, was honestly expecting to go to med school. Um, I did that route throughout college, doing pre-med. Um, spent five years at Miami of Ohio. Um, and just didn't really talk to anyone throughout my time there. I mean, it, it was kind of difficult to walk away from baseball thinking that that was the last time I played. Um, but that's kind of how I treated my last game in Miami. And then I want to say like a month later um, during the draft, I was uh, was actually studying uh, for an MCAT practice, practice exam. Wow. And I got called um, by the Mets. Actually, I didn't answer the first call. My pitching coach had to call me um, while I was in the middle of a practice exam. And he said, uh, you might want to answer the phone. And so he's like, just uh, call me back, let me, let, them know, uh, let me know what they said. And ended up taking the call, um, talked to my family about it, and then decided to go for it. That's incredible. From yeah. that to now on the precipice of being a big leaguer, uh, I want to backtrack real quick. What kind of doctor were you planning on being if you did go that route? So if I that? did go that route, I wanted to ultimately stay around the game. Okay. Um, I wanted to do uh, orthopedic surgeon. So I had Tommy John in 2018. Um, the biggest thing for me in college that solidified me wanting to go that route is having Tommy John, seeing the process. And I kind of wanted to give back to guys. Like I wouldn't be able to have a career without that surgery, without mm -hmm. being able to do that. And that's kind of what I wanted to give back and stay around the game. Um, still be involved with baseball, but more so off the field and helping guys keep their careers going. That was kind of what solidified it for me, for sure. Now, the second other guys in the camp here that you have a medical background, do mm -hmm. they start coming to you for random aches and pains? <laughs> I know any friend that I have who's like a PT or anything, I'm constantly like, can you check out my No, medical? no. That's what, I mean, that's what we talk about. Uh, it's funny. Um, you don't really learn anything in undergrad for yeah. med school. You kind of yeah. learn it all in med school. Yeah. They kind of weed everybody out in undergrad with the hard classes, but um, I was a microbiology major, so mm -hmm. I'm more, I did more about like infectious diseases, stuff like that, boring stuff, but um, we don't really know that much. And although it sounds like, oh, you're pre-med, you, really, you don't really learn a ton about it in undergrad. Right. Um, that's more so grad school. Well, we want to learn more, more about you and your baseball career. Um, at some point along your journey, you dropped your arm slot a little bit mm -hmm. and you started having success. Mm -hmm. Who encouraged you to do that and, and how has that kind of put you in the position you're mm -hmm. at today? So it kind of happened naturally over time. Okay. Uh, after I had Tommy John surgery, before that I was more over the top. Mm -hmm. um, and then doing rehab and doing my rehab throwing, over time it's just kind of dropped a little bit and I think I've found more so my natural arm slot. Um, I'm more of a rotational pitcher than let's say like linear. So the biggest thing for me is that allowed me to throw a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, you watch, yeah I got to watch for <laughs> you love some, that. some foul balls. But uh, I think that allowed me to kind of gain my velocity is kind of, I felt like I was fighting myself a little bit. And 
the more my arm slot kind of dropped naturally, mm -hmm. the easier it's been to kind of shape pitches and the velocity's gone up as well. And has that helped you induce more ground balls? I mean, you allowed one home run last year in 56 and two thirds innings pitch. That's, that's not easy to do. No, no. Um, I think it's more so just focusing on what a good miss is for me and what a bad miss was. Um, I was trying to eliminate as many bad misses as I could. Um, and a little bit of it is luck. I of mean, course. You get guys that you throw a perfect pitch and they hit it out. So that's just baseball. But um, I would say, yeah, definitely it's helped a lot more with inducing ground balls and kind of keeping the ball out of the air and limiting damage. Now, you grew up in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously the Mets just uh, signed somebody this offseason who got their start on yeah. the Tigers team. What's it like knowing that you grew up watching this dude? It's definitely a little surreal. Like, uh, I remember growing up, like, I've been, I went to the World Series in 2012 when they had Max and Justin over there. And like, I will always remember that as a kid going to that game. Like, it was just an awesome team, awesome ride uh, watching those guys play. It was just kind of surreal at first. I mean, he's the first locker I saw when I walked in the locker room. And it's, it was awesome. But um, it's cool to see him and Max do uh, what they do. I mean, they've been doing it at a high level for so long. And I mean, if you just watch the way they go about their business, it makes sense why they have been like that. Um, but it's, it's just been awesome seeing those guys, just trying to watch them and learn learn from them to try to have uh, just a, anything, get anything from them. I want to go back to the college days. You got into the lineup as a DH a few times at Miami of Ohio. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, you ever so, asked, yeah, you ever try to hit around here? No, I haven't. <laughs> um, so I hit in college. Uh, I wasn't a great hitter by any means. You um, 282, you held your own. Yeah, I was more of a, a pinch hit DH guy. Uh, I had a decent freshman year, I had 280, um, which I mean is not great by any means, but I had a good time with it. I came into school as a two-way, as a catcher and a pitcher, mm -hmm. um, but we had Hayden Sanger, who's with our org. He was he was behind the dish, so I wasn't, I wasn't catching up to him anytime soon. <laughs> Um, but I got in there, um, gave up the, the position player part after I had Tommy John, so I focused more so just on DHing yeah. and, and pitching. I want to say I did that till, uh, I honestly did that for about three and a half years, so I stayed in it for a while. Um, and then my last year of school, uh, after that fall, I kind of gave up hitting. I had a conversation with my, ho my, co my head coach at the time was, uh, um, we kind of just agreed, like, hey, let's focus on the pitching. Like, this is what's going to help the team the most. So I did that and had a great spring after that. Now, do you think that having that experience in the batter's box yourself helps you on the mound, knowing both sides of the cat and mouse game between pitcher batter? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, all, my whole life growing up, I was a catcher. So the biggest thing for me was um, in pro ball was having that relationship with catchers, having those conversations. Um, the biggest thing was the jump for me from high A to double A last year was the the catchers, Nick Meyer and Hayden Sanger, they were great, absolutely great catchers where um, you go and you go on the mound and you have 100% confidence in those guys and you know they've been doing their, their homework on the, the hitters and that made that transition so much easier for me. Um, like I had help all along the way with, with the guys in, in the org, um, but those guys were perfect and like having those conversations having conversations with other hitters um i don't think pitchers do it enough i think they get uh kind of intimidated to go talk to other guy how are they going to beat me like that kind of conversation and honestly like you can only get positive results out of that because you can walk forward seeing a lot more so i think it helps it helps a lot I mean, you played basketball uh 
He played yeah. a lot of basketball. A lot of guys here actually play basketball in this mm. uh, spring training camp. Mm-hmm. Could you put together a starting five for us? Uh, for spring training? Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we need to know who's playing where as well. I don't know. I, I would say more so on this side. I know the guys a lot better. Um, just seeing them do other things yeah. off the field. Uh, I know Mike Vassell is a, a big basketball guy. He yep. still watches his highlight tapes. Um, <laughs> I wish we knew that when we yeah, spoke to Mike. He still, he still watches his highlight tapes from, from time to time. But I'd say I'd have, uh, hmm. I, was, I played probably like a, a flex four. Okay. I played bigger than my size. I just, guys were much taller than me, but I'd like to bully them physically. So I'd try to get, get low at their legs. But um, I would say meet at four. Mike at three. I mean, we got so many tall guys around here. We just spoke I, with Junior Santos. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a good. Fan. I don't know. I don't know if I, I trust him with the basketball. Right. Maybe just a baseball. He told us he can dunk. He thinks. He said he would try to. Yeah. If that guy can't dunk, then he's definitely not on my team. <laughs> yeah. But I would say Josh Walker. Okay. He's got. He's got some. Some wingspan. Very athletic. Yeah. Very, very athletic. athletic guy. Yeah. Um, the point guards are the tough one because pitchers are all tall, mm. and I know the pitchers the best. So most of my guys are going to be pitchers. I would say point guard, got to do somebody fast. I don't know. We're all so tall. It's That's all, all I got. Yeah. It's all good. It's good. You played in the AFL last year. Yes. After an incredible regular season. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like being with some of the brightest prospects in the game? Uh, it was awesome. Great experience just working with other organizations and kind of seeing guys on a personal level from other organizations. I mean, we see them throughout the years, the enemy most of the time yeah. and guys that you're competing against. But it was awesome to see that collection of guys um, all in one clubhouse and just talking about baseball, getting different viewpoints of the way other orgs look at it. Um, and playing wise, I mean, you're going against some of the top guys in, in baseball and a lot of guys that are going to be future major league players and some of them for a long time. Um, so it was a great experience like that and just really learning um, how to pitch a little bit better. Um, I struggled a little bit, had a couple bad outings, but I was ultimately working on stuff while I was there that um, didn't really get an opportunity to work on in season. Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest thing for me was just trying to take something away from there and develop and grow, not just um, really focus on results there, but focus on long-term growth. You know, City Field is close in your sights right now. Uh, what are you thinking? When you come out that first night, walk up to the mound, what song is going to be playing? <laughs> uh, this is the most important I mull, I mull back and forth. I don't know. I have different songs from the years. One of them was from one of my college teammates, uh, Jordan Stevens. He gave me this one in college. Uh, he used it. I used it last year, but it's On Fire by Lil Wayne. All right. Um, but it's, it's a good, it's got a retro like guitar beat at the beginning and then a bass drop and then... It's, it's, it's a good vibe, for sure. All right. Well, Gets me pumped up. Well, we are looking forward to that Major League debut. It's right around the corner. Thanks so much for spending the time, sharing your story, a lot of story to be written, and we can't wait to see the rest of it. So thanks again for joining us. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.